Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Experts Podcast Classroom. My name's Nick Hayes. I'm Carmen Braidwood. That's right. We're getting you to step into the classroom today. Oh, this is really going to be quite good, Carms, because I'm the reason I get this excited about mm-hmm. it is that when we talk to experts, when we talk to media, mm. I love getting their perspective. I love getting their knowledge and everything like that. And I love drawing it out of them. Mm. But you know what? I think you, I'm, I'm looking forward to drawing it all out of you. Okay, well, Because yes, you thanks. and your intel, your conversations, the, the, the experience that you've had in media, I just, I, I just want to bring it out. Oh, thanks, Nick. Yeah, it, it is a 20-year experience across a few different platforms and experiences as a broadcaster. But this is our moment. This is our moment to shine calms. This well, is yours our moment. too, that's right. Well, that too. I get You're a bit the excited PR guy. about that. You're a headline writer. You know how to drag that story out of people, find the human element that everyone's going to be listening for. Correct. And then ultimately finding audience. So mm. what's the theme today? The theme today is how do I become a media asset? Okay, first of all, I want you to define media asset. Okay, it's a, it's a word and it's, a, it's something that we've been using a lot in the last couple of years yeah. because what we've got to change the way, the way we look at our expertise and our knowledge is that that opportunity to jump up in a, in a print article in, on radio mm. and on TV, we need to become someone that the media draws our content from, yeah. that goes to that particular asset because they're important, they're going to deliver, they're going to be the person that we go to when, if their expertise is education, mm. let's go to Adam Voigt. Yeah, you know? quite right. And for me as a broadcaster, that was very much the case. It was really as simple as sitting around in meetings where we're trying to decide, a production meeting, what we're going to do on the show, you know, sometimes today yeah. or what we're going to do on the show this afternoon or this weekend. And the producer says, oh, well, we want to talk about XYZ education story, who's our expert? And, I, and you're a media asset if you're the person who's top of mind. Yep. to the broadcaster or the producer uh, in a broadcast setting uh, and you're a media asset if you're top of mind to the journal in a print setting, I suppose. And if you're thinking about it, like if you think of a media asset, the first one that comes to mind for me uh, mm. is Bernard Salt. The oh, demographer. Yeah, yeah. wonderful okay. demographer. And he's got a public profile, I would argue. I think listeners know who Bernard Salt is. They know, and they yeah. know his style, they know his writing, they know mm. his influence. Yeah. And but people ask us, how do I become the Bernard Salt of yeah. of my industry? And Quite it's, right. That's a media asset. And that and there is a lot of things. He is the greatest media asset mm. because he just delivers beautifully. And also too, you know, there's there's a build up, there's a there's a length of time that he has worked in this to, to get there. And yes. it's, it's not an overnight success no. that you become a media asset, but you've got to work on it. I would say in my world now as a person who helps you create your own content, I would say that Bernard Salt is a content creator who has built a wonderful, trusted brand. Yes. That's what's so good about Bernard Salt. It's even a catchy name that's helped him do that. Oh. Yeah, so he has he has created wonderful content in the form of his books and his writing elsewhere uh, as well as become a media asset. And I think the two of them 
they're not mutually exclusive. They absolutely support one another. You kind of need to do both. All right. So during this next half hour, what we're going to do is walk through the characteristics, the things that you need to be to become a media asset Hmm. from a broadcasting perspective from the Carmen Braidwood School of Confidence. Thank you. And from (laughs) my side, the PR, the content creation side of it. So why don't we kick off with you, Carms? How do you become a media asset? What are the th- what? Are, what's one of them that you? It has to be a must. All right. And full disclosure, Nick and I have not compared <laughs> notes, so <laughs> well, I have written my three. Easy. That would have been too easy yeah. and a little bit because if I'm I'm interested to see if some of ours crossover. Me too. I'm interested to see the crossover. So the first one that I wrote down about becoming a media asset is that you need to create a list of suitable publications and shows and you need to do your research when looking at these. You really need to intimately know the shows that you believe you belong on and understand who the broadcaster is, uh, have listened to their show and don't say, oh, but the show's not on so I can't listen to it. Everyone's podcasting their shows now. You can find recordings of Every single radio show, every single TV show, you can look up a bio or a Facebook page or a LinkedIn uh, of every single broadcaster in the country right now. So you can do your research. And the same goes for newspapers. If you're sort of thinking, oh, how do I get a story in the newspaper? It's like, well, check the journo's name. Every single journo's name has a Twitter handle next to it now. Every single website for every single paper or media company has email addresses even for the journos and the producers. So... If you really want to, you can find out who these people are and um, get to know what they actually want to write about. Oh, I so love that. Mm. I so love that, Carmen. The reason I love that, and and then from the very early days at Media Stable, um, the, the first thing an expert would say to us is that I don't have time to consume media. Mm. I don't listen to radio. I don't watch the TV news. And it's like, but hang on. You want to be a part of that. You want to be. You want to inject yourself into that, to that cycle, into those, into those mediums, and yet you do not watch it. Mm. You do not consume it. And we used to. We, we would actually at Media Stable make excuses for them. Say, yeah, I know you're busy. This yeah. is not your core thing, and everything like that. But then the, the the narrative changed with us because what we did say at the end is that if you want to be a part of it. Start consuming it. Yeah. Frankly, you do need to, and it does have a little bit to do with ego, but I'm going to say, and I'm, the ego I'm talking about is that of the broadcaster or the journalist or the producer that you hope to work with, but it's actually not ego. It's actually about relationships. Correct. Simple relationships. If, if It's transactional. And if you want something from a broadcaster, then it's probably only fair that you demonstrate that you're aware of their program and what makes them tick and, and understand how to be a part of that. And if there's one thing a broadcaster can sniff out very quickly, it's the fact that you've never listened to their show. Oh, and yeah, and don't yeah. know their audience. Yeah, and nothing it- quite like being called Carmel the minute <laughs> someone jumps on my show. And I'm like, oh, well, it's pretty uh, pretty apparent you don't know anything about me. Yeah, you, You're not a Carmel. You're no, I'm not, not a Carmel. Carmel. I'm Carmen. <laughs> no, that, that is really great advice. And look, and, it's, and what people will say to us is that, you know, well, we pay you to listen to the programs oh, to yeah. understand and do that. And I say, I get that. Mm. But if you want to put your best performance forward to that particular program and, you know, you've got a foot in the door, make yeah. sure it stays there, then understand and understand and know what the program's about. Yeah. And, you know, it can only be it, – it can only be maybe a 10-minute research session. Absolutely. That'll be enough. And I'll tell you who, if this person should be the gold standard, like if this person that I'm going to mention, if this person can do it, well, you, the busy executive, who is it? you can do it. Who is it? Robbie Williams. 
I interviewed Robbie Williams and he was sitting on our show website and he says something like, oh, Carmen, where'd you get that top from? Um, And what about this story? Like he had read all the stories that are on our show website and he mentioned Fitzy and he mentioned Blackers. And I'll tell you what, that made us feel pretty special. does. That Robbie Williams took the time and as a result, we had an amazing interview with him. Yeah, and and not just for your program, Mm. for your audience, but for him as well. Yeah, it makes him look good, makes you look good. What a good one to start with, Carms. What a good one to start with. Was yours the same? Not too far off, okay. um, but mine, mine is always about making yourself known. Yeah. Some of the best experts and commentators, if you want to be a media asset, you have to go out of the way to make yourself known. Mm. So a lot of the experts out there that I think uh, should be in the media aren't mm. because they don't put their hand up. They don't say, hey, I'm here to talk. Now, back in the old days, and I'm only talking 10, 15 years ago, yeah. these people would be sought out. Okay, media would find them. But that's also too when producers had, sorry, when radio shows had three producers sitting there doing research, they were in four hours before the actual program. They had the time. They wanted to create something special, but they couldn't, you know, they they had to find, they found them. Mm. But now it is about, look, I'm an expert. I am a known expert. I need to make myself known. So I need to put my hand up. If the hand's not up, you're not getting in the media. And it's not, it's not a, a poor reflection on you to say that you want that attention. And I think that's what holds people back. This yeah. sort of thing, oh, it's not about me. I don't want to, you know, it's about my work. I want the work to do the talking. So you've Sorry. got to be your best yeah. publicity agent. So yeah. it starts with you. Now, if you don't do it, unfortunately, the people who need the service or the thing or the bit of research that you've done are never going to hear about it. Yeah. And look, there's PR agencies. There's even what Media Stable does. Mm. You know, we do our best to put people up there to be the expert. But if they're hand is not up. If there's not yeah. a motivation to do it, get away from it. Don't do it. And it's not about ego, look at me, look at me. No. This is about making yourself known and be an asset to media so that when your topic or when your area of expertise comes up, you are there. And then what you won't have to do anymore is get frustrated and maybe throw things at the telly when you hear someone <laughs> who shouldn't be getting that press, getting that press. You know, if you know that you have a point of view worth sharing on this, yeah, yep. you're quite right. You've got to put your hand up. Got to put your hand up. So mm. there's, there's my first one. To become a media asset, you've got to want to own it. And you've got to tell Tell people that you are prepared to do that because if you don't, you're not gonna you're gonna be the world's best kept secret mm. and no one gets anywhere being the world's best kept secret. All right. My number two, number two. ties in quite nicely to that. And also the first one. It's about relationships, yes. right? We've mentioned relationships so many times on this podcast. So you want to try and establish relationships with those journos, with those producers who require you as an asset. And I believe you should do this, and this is my core number two, build relationships through socials, yep. through social media. Yep. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool, even though it can be very, very frustrating at times. Like right now for me, I'm being impersonated by some scammers on the internet, which I is frustrating. That means you've made it. Do you reckon? Yes. Oh, I'm mildly happy that they're using really attractive younger photos of me. Don't get me wrong. The really? ego's been peaked there. But <laughs> but you know, socials, for all their downsides, the socials are a wonderful place for us to build relationships. Absolutely. And you don't have to go out there and cold email journalists and make connections on LinkedIn with people that you don't know. Instead, make connections with people who you know know media. Yes. People like Nick. Yep. People like me. 
If we're mates on LinkedIn, if you're listening to this podcast, that's all it's going to take. You can send me an, a, a LinkedIn message and say, hey, Carmen, I heard you on the Experts podcast. I'd love to connect, which many listeners have already done, right? Yes. So by simply doing that and being in my area, and as my good friend Ashley Goodchild would say, another good media asset, she would say, you're accessing your database's database. Yes. Right? So by becoming Nick's friend on LinkedIn, my friend on LinkedIn or contact on LinkedIn, suddenly all these media who are in our our circle are seeing you. That's just how the platform works. Here's a little exercise for everyone that's listening right now. Reach out to Carmen and I Mm. on our Instagram or on LinkedIn, LinkedIn LinkedIn specifically because I I love LinkedIn, Mm. and connect with us and just say – and all you have to write is love listening to the Experts podcast. Yeah. And what you're actually doing is you're tapping into our ego, you're building a relationship there as well, Mm. and then I'm looking into you. You, who you are. I love that stuff. Yeah. Building relationships. Oh, God, I love it. Because you know what? It isn't transaction. This is the, mm. the once the day where you could actually just go make it a, a, a transaction. Uh, it, it's not happening anymore. This no. Is, this, is, this is a relationship. And I was just talking to the producer, the chief of staff of uh, the Today Show. Um, you know, he was talking about the fact that um, you know, people – uh, he he needs he needs to know the content and the experts that are coming mm. forward. He needs to know and trust the fact that they are yeah. going to perform. And, and how do we check trust the, now? It's all their social media yeah. presence, profile, and content. Correct. So yeah. great one on socials. Build your profile there as much as you're building it in your own business. But yeah. Amplify it. Talk about it. Get it out there. Mm-hmm. Because guess what happens? Producers, while they don't have a lot of time, mm. the little time that they do have to check into you, they're going to jump on there. Yeah. They're going to have a look. That's where they're playing and that's where they're making their relationships. Yep. The step will come where you can get the phone number of the person that you want to be an asset for. Don't get me wrong. You do need to get that close eventually. But you can start the work through simple connections on social media. But don't feel like you've got to go straight to the journal. That is a bit creepy and a bit weird if you don't know them. Yeah. You know, but if you if you have a connection who's the middle layer, who will know that person, I think that is the key. So yes. work your network. Work your network and increase your network. Mm. Beautiful. All right, I've got number two. Mm-hmm. Look, this is one that I tell everyone and, and it's something that I think sometimes – just, you know, it takes a little while to click in and, and to understand. But once you get it, you get it. You've got to think like media. Yeah. You've got to think the way that they operate and how they do it. And one of the great ways to do that is to go to a meet the media event yeah. that we put on around the country. But that's mm-hmm. one way. But think about and the number one thing for any media is audience. Yeah. Who are the people that they are serving? So if you want to be a media asset to a particular program or in a particular uh, radio or print uh, media, know who their audience is because that's all they're serving. Mm -hmm. The the, the media serves two people, one, their paymasters, and two, the audience that keeps them alive, keeps them up. And chances are your audience is somewhere in their audience. You know, a a broadcaster's audience and a print media audience is going to be quite broad, right? That's by simple nature of what the thing is. It's a broad audience. Uh, If you're speaking to a more niche show, then yeah, sure, it's going to go a little bit more narrow, but just make sure that your audience 
audiences within that, of course, they will be, but don't fear that by speaking in general terms and, and creating content for a show in a more general way, in a broad way, you're going to be missing out on the benefit. You're still going to get the benefit. I love that. I love that. I love Just, that because you've got to go broad. Yeah. You've got to go broad. It's broadcast. It's broad media. Yeah. The reason it is broad is because it's serving an audience that is uh, the, the biggest and the sizable one that it can be. Yeah. And, you know, that's the way we've got to think because a lot of our businesses and expertise that are listening to this right now, Carms, mm. their expertise is quite narrow. Yeah, because you're – Silos. Quite rightly. You know, you're sitting there thinking all the time about your customer, how to maximise their yep. experience and how to find more of them. So you're being very audience-centric in everything you do, which is great. So just transport your audience-centric mindset over to the media asset that you hope to be and who you're hoping to broadcast with. So be like the media. Mm. Think about audience. Think about it. The more you know the audience that you're communicating to of that particular media, Mm -hmm. it's more likely the media is going to take you on. Yeah. So when you're thinking like them, and that's that part of that media cycle, it's a, it's it's just a wonderful thing. It's like when you're pitching for clients or trying to mm. win a client over. The more that you know about them mm-hmm. or what you know their pain points and all that sort of thing, then you will get them. And that's exactly the same thing that we do with media. But I think ultimately, if you think about the audience of that media, you're going to be successful. Yeah. All right. So that's your number two. That's my number two. My number three was actually demonstrate your value through your content, right? Which kind of relates to what you were saying with put your hand up, show that you do it. So I kind of feel like that's the same, same. Can I give you another one then as an alternative third? But just on that, I I think it's so important. Mm. You know, demonstrate your value with your content, whether it gets broadcasted or not. Yeah. Okay? You've got lots of your your own platforms to do it. Exactly, do it. And what you do, I I, I Mm. love your reels. I love what you do on that front there because what that shows me is that I I can actually do it myself. Yes. I can do it. You give me the confidence to do it. Yeah. Because that's your content. That's what you do. Spot on. Sorry, so I'm going to own this number three then. I'm going to come back to it then. And I'll, yeah, okay. So the number three is, you know, by making your own content and leaving nothing to chance, right? The the broadcaster or the journalist or the producer that you hope to work with can see that content on your social platforms or on your website. Now, think about the Bernard Salt example. Mm. This is a man who's a genuine content creator. He's actually making very, very valuable content. So we're not feeling like, oh, is he going to be up to the job? We just know. We know by looking, doing a quick search, we can see you doing that thing. Yep. So this is my point. If you're a, if you're making your own content, if you hope to become a media asset, you really should be starting by making really valuable content that is in line with and as good quality as what you'd hope to do if you're picked up by the media. I love it. I love okay? it. That's made it. it stand out a bit different. It does. No, it mm. do, and, it, and it works yeah. because the way that – and it goes back to my second point is think mm. like the media yeah. – is that you're actually creating content that the, the producer or the, the journalist can see, hey, that fits with what I'm trying to do yeah, here. You're doing the job for them, really. Ooh, mm. So then we head into ready-made packages where yeah. we are actually preparing and doing most of the work for the journalist because yeah. they're human beings. They actually want to visualise and see where you fit in. Yes. And by doing that – so look – I, oh, I know this is your core area of you know uh, of confidence in front of the camera and 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 being confident to produce your own content. Yeah. You've got to do it because if you don't do it, 
they're not going to get that. They're not going to visualise or see what you could be and what kind of media asset you can be for them. Now, the way we probably used to do that was putting a picture of yourself speaking at an event, right? Something like that that just demonstrates that you're an expert, that you're being called on to share your expertise. The new way to do that is to put up a video of the last time you spoke at an event with captions on and it's a piece of gold, it's a little nugget that gives a bit of value from what you presented about, right? So you don't have to be getting media to position yourself as a media asset. Yeah. So by finding those opportunities to give content, to speak at the thing, to do the podcast, to do whatever that other media appearance is, you've just got to make sure you're filming it like I'm doing today. Nick and I here in the studio and we're going to be putting that content out there because it positions us as experts of what we do and you can absolutely be doing the same thing. So don't go waiting for that first media appearance. Just go out there and do it yourself. That is gold. That is gold because (laughs) there's very few of us actually Mm. that will be called up by the media to be the expert. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's the cool thing that happens every now and then. It's not necessarily the thing that's happening every single week, is it? No, it doesn't. And, and mm. it's not until you've got years and years and years behind you of, uh, of experience, but also to doing that, that mm. you actually will become that expert and go to. Yeah. So what you've got to do is do it yourself. Yeah. Now, the reason we do it, obviously, media has a massive platform has mass audience, okay? Mm. Now, even with what you do on Instagram, whether it be a reel, it does have reach. Of course it does. It has reach and it's amazing the numbers. Even some of the reels that we've done, Carl, yeah. you know, four or 5,000 is not, is not silly. It's not to be sneezed at. No. And remember, Instagram are telling us, the actual head of Instagram has come out and said, your picture post is not going to get you anything on Instagram anymore. Yep. They want to be just like TikTok. They didn't say that, but we can all tell that's what they're really getting at. Yeah. The only thing that's actually getting reached now is the reel. So if you haven't figured out what a reel is yet, it, it's 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 the Instagram answer to TikTok and it's a short video clip. So chances are something you're doing daily is you speaking from your expertise in your zone of genius, get it on camera and get it into your socials, get it on Instagram, put it on your LinkedIn feed as well, but reformat it. It wants to be a square on LinkedIn. You don't want to be posting those 916 tools on LinkedIn, but we want to see you on your socials, on your website, on YouTube if you want to go there too, being expert at what you do. That way the media can trust that you're not going to be a dud talent. And if you haven't done it before, if you want to know more about it, reach out to Carmen because I can tell you, one of the best at it, one of the best <laughs> at it, and I love it because you actually introduced it to me when we first announced that you and I were coming on to do the Experts yeah. podcast. One of the greatest things I've ever seen, but I couldn't believe how easy it was and yeah. how quickly you sort of rolled me through it. And I went, how did you produce that? And not just in the time frame, that mm. you did it, but it was it was just gold. It's planning, Nick. You've really got to plan how you're going to record it. Don't overshoot. Right. Just shoot the things you need to shoot and then bung it all together in a bit of a, an editor on your phone. But remember, you're going to get a lot more reach with that video than you're ever going to hope to get with a single picture post. Even if you've got a small follow account, you could have 300 followers, you could have 100 followers. Yeah. But you could make a reel tomorrow that will get you 5,000 people seeing what you're talking oh, about. Oh, and I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen yeah. it happen. I love it. All right, my number three. My number three. Where are you at? Well, if you are an expert, if you've got a particular thing that you're looking to bring to media, to the platform, be different, be unique, uh, be authentic. Or be you. Be you. Mm. 
And I cannot express that enough because I think there's one thing that I see with a lot of experts and a lot of commentators. They're seeing what's come before them yep. and they're trying to replicate or they're trying to do exactly what the others are doing. That's you know what, what I did with my broadcasting career with a horrible, horrible after effect. So the temptation as a young broadcaster, think about it. You're 19, 20 years old. You've grown up watching people. Yeah. You know, so I had grown up watching the TV news with my wonderful friend now, Christina Morrissey. Yeah. And so Christina had a deeper voice than me. Still does. Yes. That's how Chrissy talks. She talks quite deeply. Yes. And I went out to broadcast radio over in the country in the eastern states. You tried and to do the same. Tried to do the same thing. So... And we can hold ourselves back for all kinds of reasons. You think you've got a bad voice or you think you don't look good on camera or yeah. you think that, that you don't have the writing chops to be able to do the thing. The fact is you do. You, you have your voice. You are able to speak. And if you go thinking you've got to copy someone else yep. to get the gig, you're only going to hold yourself back. And I did. No, oh, that's amazing, Carms. I didn't realise that. And I think for a lot of experts out there, they just, and we've mentioned mm. Bernard Salt a couple of times, they think they've got to be Bernard Salt. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. There's only one Bernard Salt. Yeah. You know, there's only one barefoot investor. Yes. Okay? Be yourself. So if there's one message I want to leave with everyone is, you know, as an expert, be yourself. Have the confidence to be a little different. Mm. Be something that is truly you. And don't try to be someone else. Yeah. And I like I remember the days of the shock jocks. You know, mm. everyone who came into radio thought they had to be a shock jock. Yeah, thought they had to have this really polarizing opinion to be heard. No, you don't. In fact, it's just good communication. It's just who you are. Because at the end of the day, we're connecting with you. We're hearing it in your voice. We're seeing it on TV. We're reading in the papers and online media. Mm. We want the authentic and true you. And the minute you're being fake. Oh, we can sniff it out. Oh, you can. And I I reckon in your times in broadcasting, how many times have you seen, hang on, this person doesn't quite They're not the real deal. Or fit this. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and the example again, I'd I'd just love to give examples from my broadcasting career because I think that people sometimes think, oh, those broadcasters, they've got it all together. But the fact is, you know, we go out to the country to try things, learn, figure out what it's all about. It wasn't until I sort of came back to Perth and realised that all the bits of my radio show that were being turned into promos were me making little kooky mistakes and Ugh. doing all the things that I thought were silly and I used to edit out and when I, my voice got all high-pitched, you know, and, and I laughed and, you know, the, all those things were the things being made into promos. They were the things that I used to cut out and those they were the things I used to try and hide when I went off to be a TV presenter because I thought that as a TV presenter I had to be this perfect kind of version of Katrina Roundtree who I'd seen on the TV show that I wanted to be on. You know, like you kind of get in your own head sometimes and the fact is it's the you that we want to see. We want to see that. We want to see the human. Human, a real person. The real person because we do and we can smell a fake out from a mile Mm -hmm. away and you know what, I, I, I think the best radio I've ever heard is when I get a, you know, sort of a a lump in my throat or a tear in the eye because I'm hearing what is really quite human. And I, I, you know, we've heard some amazing stories, even in in this short period of time that we've been together, Carl. You know, I do get quite emotional. And I want to ask you a question here right now. (laughs) This is completely without notice. If you had your time again, Mm. if you had just that, you're talking to 20, 20 year old Carmen. Yeah. And going, you know what, Carm, Mm. just, just take it a little easy on yourself. Yeah. Would you do that? Yeah, I would. I'd tell her just, just stop being so hard on yourself. Yeah. Well, but you know, those are the drama because they're the inner turmoils that you have mm. that you were going through. That I'm going. That 
Because from from an outsider, it mm. looks like you're having the best fun oh. in the world. And don't get me wrong, there was plenty of fun. Yeah. But the the reality was that definitely for that first ten years, you know, doing the producing gigs, doing the news reading gigs, um, get, forever being shunted. I thought to the breakfast show. Yeah. I had in my head that it wasn't as good to be the chick on the breakfast show. But the fact is, I was getting those gigs because I was fun and happy and and enjoyed interacting with people and yeah. and and I had kind of. S- put into two columns like serious Carmen who's the smart I wanted to show people that I was smart and and I, I know I know I'm smart now you yeah. know but I used to think that if I was too giggly and smiley and happy people wouldn't realize that I'm smart you know there's all kinds of things like that and I was really really tough on myself see there's a, there's a strong message to everyone if a broadcaster and someone in media mm. is thinking like that and I know and I know you're not alone here no you are not alone this is why I can tell these stories now because yeah. I feel confident that I'm not alone. And the experts, and think about it for the poor old mm. expert that's listening to this, is that they're going through their inner turmoil yeah. about whether they're valid or relevant. Or good enough. Or good enough. Yeah. Now, here's a little message to you. I know you're listening. Yep. You are good enough. You're enough. You're enough. You are enough. You just got to follow a few of these little tips mm. here to get there. And I, I love these calms. These oh, are good. This is the reality. And yeah, look, I still, this is a, a practice. You mean, I'm, I'm, you could sort of say, if you were to do your time again, God, I feel like I'm still in my time. This is it. Well, you know, no, we're I, all still living it, aren't we? Absolutely. You're never if it, done. If you went back to that, that no, young broadcaster, yeah. that one that was entering into the, the system, yeah. and you just got that moment to say, hey, you're enough. Yeah, just stop comparing yourself to, to, yeah. to Jackie O and to all the other people <laughs> that, you, that are in your vortex and thinking you had to be like them. Like, just accept that the person you are yeah. is actually good enough. And I think back to it, the day I walked into the Academy of Radio, I remember, you know, conversations where people said, yeah, you'd be great. And then yet when the microphone turned on, I turned into somebody else completely. Yeah, and you don't have to. Look, nah. that's the message. There you go. Everyone, you've been given permission to be yourself. Yes. Be authentic, be Please. real, and be human. Yeah. And, and I, you know what? The other good thing I do love, I love it when people do make a little mistake yeah. in media because it makes me laugh. It just – it. It's, it's gorgeous. Well, Nick, it makes us laugh, sure, but I bet if you've been the person who's made a mistake, you've really hung yourself out to yeah. dry for it, you've felt terrible about it and all those kinds of things, just know that you're okay. Yeah, It's I love it. totally fine. You're not alone. All right, let's quickly recap. Okay. So One, two, the three. Experts Podcast Classroom. You've been to the very first classroom <laughs> of the Experts Podcast. Uh, Calms, give me your quick three. All right, my top three to become a media asset. You need to do your research, so know your list of love who it. you want to be on. You want to build relationships with journos through your existing network. And then you want to demonstrate your value through your own content. Oh. Gold. Okay. My three, make yourself known. Put your hand up and say, yes, I want this. Because if you don't, no one else is going to do it for Mm -hmm. you. Even the best PR agent out there can't do that for you. Think like media is my number two. Mm -hmm. You've got to think the way they think. And they all they think about is audience. They think about... Just getting more audience. What do they want to hear from you? Correct. So you've got to make your content and make your expertise fit with their audience. And the number three... Be unique, be different, be yourself. Don't try to be someone else, just be yourself. That job's already taken. Yeah, we don't want another Bernard Salt. We don't want another Barefoot Investor. (laughs) We want you. There you go. Hey, look at that. First classroom. Done. Taken care of. I miss the student element. If you thought any of this resonated with you, send us a message and ask a question. Well, tell us something. Well, here's some homework, Carms. Let's give give the listener some homework. So one thing that we did mention during the podcast, if you want to reach out to Carmen and I, catch us on the Experts Podcast or catch us on our own Instagram pages or more importantly, 
get connect with us on LinkedIn. Do all, it. All you need to do is just say, love listening to the Experts Podcast, or if you don't like it. You know, well, well, tell us that too. You know, do we have to? Well, I, I like a de- democratised <laughs> process to content creation. If there's something you think we should do differently, I want to hear about it. Let's talk. All right. We'll accept the, we'll accept the <laughs> negative coverage as well. Hey, thanks for your time and thanks for coming into the classroom. Uh, we've got another classroom next week. Uh, this one will be, be a ripper. It's the three mistakes people make, according to Calms and Nick. And uh, <laughs> we will be, we'll be sharing you with some very, very hot tips on what not to do in the media. But in the meantime, have a great week. We'll look forward to having your company. Thanks, Carms. See you soon. You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.